Oh, trendsetters, welcome to episode 646 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and like always, if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim, at transmove.com. It feels good to have your company here today, I must say. And, you know, the other day, I got I, got, I was assaulted at the, at the swimming, at my local swimming pool, punched, bloody, by Richie Port himself, punched me. A fair dinkum. The um, for those who don't know who Richie Port is, um, he uh, re- retired this year. Pro cyclist, won tons of huge races. Never quite got the Tour de France or a Grand Tour when he wanted, but he did get to on the podium one year on the, at the Tour de France. But um, just a string of bad luck on those big stage races. But anyway, he's now retired. He's now living back at home, a local boy. And I swim with his dad a fair bit, though I haven't swum with him for a few months, but generally in the warmer months, I'll swim with him a little bit. And um, But I haven't seen Richie since he's been back home. <clears throat> and um, and so I see him at the pool, and he's jumping out, and he's currently swimming. He's currently training to swim the English Channel. I guess he's just happy to be, needs to be active, but doesn't want to be on the bike sort of thing. Just, I think he can go the rest of his life without ever hitting that lap button on his Garmin. But he, so he so he sees me and he walks up to me, because I used to work with him before he made it as a, a pro cyclist. And so, um, and and it, we were good friends bef- yeah, in the early stages, but I, these last few years it's more of a g'day mate sort of thing as we've kind of walked past each other for the last four five years but i do keep you know well with his dad but anyway he comes up to me and says um you, you know oh g'day mate how's it going and he says i i can't stay and chat but uh, i'll catch up with you later and he just gives me that punch in the arm like hey buddy and that's if you were to punch in the arm by someone who says i can't stay and chat i gotta go that's that's the international sign for i do not want to be getting stuck talking to this bald-headed turd he didn't i he did not want a bar of being stuck talking to me because I, I guess i could you know maybe talk a, a leg off a chair if given a chance and um he, he wanted to be every anywhere else but with me so yeah it was just a good story but talking about cycling haven't we had some great cycling this year fair dinkum if you were to say timmy i haven't seen cycling the pro cycling races this good for years i'd say mate i couldn't agree with you more jesus been great and bloody the tour of alps and um it's just been one solid race after another i've just been um just been bloody loving every bit of it it's been good I, just, I can't get enough cycling is it it's not my favorite sport but it's one of the sports i watch the most of <laughs> it's but yeah anyway let me bring this question up I, I should have been a little bit more prepared for this episode than i am uh gregory good on gregory he's always sending in questions and you too could be as you know a solid bloody contributor like gregory by sending your questions training racing nutrition i will not you know i'll, I'll accept them all tim at transmove.com is where you want to be punching those questions through he writes after listening to your story about the conditions of the bikes at your son's race i would like to know is there anything you think the regular person should only allow the bike shop to do or do you believe total upkeep is one's bike can be done with proper knowledge so um for the people who didn't listen i I was complaining that i was at my son's bike race um 
last weekend or weekend before. Yeah, I we, generally when when we when I'm talking time, I if I say I oh, you know the other day, that could mean the other day, or it could mean like four years ago. Um, time just seems to be blending right into each other. But I was at a race recently down in Hobart, and I I inspected these bikes in a row. Yeah, um, you know, geeking out and cleaning inspection, and out of about forty bikes on this particular row, there was only two with clean chains, and I was, you know, gobsmacked by that. And one thing I didn't add on that, one of those clean chains was my son's, which he didn't do. I, I'm, you know, I'm his complete swan. Yeah, I clean his bike, I bloody look after him, and uh, world's number one dad. Anyway. So, um, to answer your question, um, yeah, there are a minimum stuff you should be able to do, uh, um, and and I'll get to a few, uh, what, how, and when you should do it. But the main things is: Are you able to change a flat tire on a bike ride? I, if you can't, I would be within walking distance of your house. So instead of saying to someone at home, saying, keep your phone pretty bloody handy because if I get a flat, I'm calling you. Instead of doing that, you should be able to reply. And always carry two two spares, two spare tubes, two spare O2 cylinders or a pump um, with you just, just to be on that safe side. And a little, um, one of those little multi-tool things that just have... Um, little allen keys in them and just a couple of emergency tool thing that folds into next to nothing that you can slip into your um, spares bag um, but you should be able to change minimum 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 replace your um, spare spare tires tubes that, that would make me feel more comfortable if everyone did that um, and then you want to get that down to under five minutes eventually so if you have if you aren't confident that you can get back on the road within a race um, within five minutes of getting a flat and generally when we're talking about flat tires we're not talking about if it happens to me it's a matter of when it happens to you and especially it will happen at a really crummy time um, especially in a race they, they generally and any time during a race is a bad time I guess but you want to be back on the road so if you haven't got the skills and ability there's tons of youtube crap out there that you can watch and you, it will give you step by step by step by step it's you just got to invest the time now you, when you're um um when you're what is it um you you need to practice replacing your tubes at home so this is a great time to be doing it in your lounge room while you know watching t watching telly with the family so my, I, what i i've got spare wheels so and i haven't done this in years but my, i got my son to do this um a year or so ago i said you got to get this under an hour you got sorry you got to get this flat, um flat replaced under five minutes back on the road so i gave him an old tire put a tube and an old tire on it sorry i gave him an old wheel with a an old tube and tire on it and he just kept kept um you know changing it over and over and over and over again and he got it down to you know really quick times and uh, so that that's just a, a, a solid tip just if you don't have a spare wheel you can just take your front wheel off at home and just and just constantly replace it over and over and over again 
Um, so that would be the first one. Taking your chain off and on. Um, and a lot. Of, I know a lot of chains have um, the pin through them, and if that's the case, um, and you're not comfortable putting a quick link on, yeah. I'll, next time you go to the bike shop, ask them to put a quick link on, and then ask for a spare quick link as well, and put that in your spare tubes bags as well, because it's best to have and not need than need and not have. Um, and and you know we're talking like under five dollars these quick links so they're not expensive and you can um take your chain off and give it a good deep clean regularly and anything that chain touches needs to be completely spotless preferably all the time but at minimum completely 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 spotless come race day um because you're just going to be bleeding what's otherwise um so so that would be the the main thing and if you're traveling for races um you could if you can learn how to pack your bike and unpack it that that's a plus but um but everything else you you know it's it comes to a level of comfort comfortable comfiness of um are you comfortable with um pulling your bike apart and putting it back together i know i never used to be um i, I if the bike shop couldn't do it then you know <laughs> it was never going to get done so i i would always just get the bike shop to do anything and everything to the to the bike um and then slowly but surely with with youtube um i'm almost self-sufficient um i, I do 98 percent of the bike mechanical work myself um and that last two percent of um I, I handball to the local bike shop but but it's just a matter as long as you can do your chain your flat tires everything else i guess is going to be a bonus and learn how to clean the bikes i i, I built this little bike wash station at home um it's nothing fancy but it but it's cool i i have it all set up as i how you know exactly how i want it right i've got tank water there next to it so i can just hose it with tank water um it's just i love my bike i love my bikes and i love them being spotless if you guys have any other questions, you should jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Or send me through an email. I said that, didn't I? <laughs> God, I'm hopeless. Until next episode, hoo-roo.